LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we're talking about suggestions to motivate a leader. And of course, we know we want this, but what's your thought process here? Well, if you've got leaders on your team, you no doubt want the best you can get from them. You want them to contribute everything they bring to the table. And so I've learned there are a few things that will really help you maximize their efforts. And so how do you motivate a leader? That's what we're talking about here. But this is also how you attract leaders. Mm -hmm. So you may... You know, you can hire somebody to do a job, uh, certainly, and pay them and say, this is what I want you to do and give them clear instructions. With a leader, that's not necessarily what you're doing. You're wanting them to take you somewhere new. So you're wanting them to lead even under your leadership. That's more what we're talking about. So if you want to create that atmosphere, you want to motivate the people on your team, uh, here are seven suggestions to motivate a leader. All right. So seven of them. What's number one? Number one is give them a challenge to meet. So give them some sort of, of challenge that that they will uh, that, that they've got to um, they've got to they've got to do, you know, so uh, a mountain to climb. You know, it, I, I love the story of Naaman in the Bible, you know, and, and he was told he had leprosy and he was told to go uh, dip himself in the in the water so many times, you know, and that sort of thing. And that would make him clean. And he got mad. He's like. And so one of his uh, one of the guys that, that worked for Naaman said, look, if he'd ask you to do something noble, you'd have gone and done that. Well, that's because Naaman was a leader. It's like, no, I need a challenge. I need something I can accomplish. So give them something which seems a little bit out of their reach and you're likely to get a leader on board because mm-hmm. that's what they're signing up for. You know, I've heard it said, you know, stretch assignments. Mm-hmm. Hey, we want to, I see something in you. So I'm going to see if you can knock this out. Mm-hmm. When, when you know, let's say somebody's on your team, you, you've hired, even you were talking about attracting and motivating. Yep. As you're, as you're kind of looking and you see, hey, they're kind of, I don't want to say bored, yeah. but unmotivated, right, and, right. and you feel like there's more that yeah. the Lord wants to use them in. Sure. How, what are some signs in someone that you're like, hey, they're, they're ready for a challenge? Well, a lot of times, um, one of the things I notice is they start doing things outside of their work. Mm. So they start looking for other opportunities, uh, whether it's you know, hosting a podcast, <laughs> there you, <go. laughs> you know, something besides their, their job. Um, they're looking for that. They're going to go create the challenge somewhere. Mm-hmm. They're going to, uh, but if they're not doing it with you, so just be aware, watching the, the signs. Are they, are they showing up bored? You know, you can see when somebody's enthused and when they're not, are they participating in meetings? Are they, um, but if you're seeing, I had a guy work for us one time, um, that he had this side business and all the hustle was there, Mm, you know, and I didn't see it in his workplace. Well, that meant I wasn't creating enough challenges for him in the organization. I had to reverse that. Mm, That's really interesting because oftentimes you could go, well, He's just more focused over there. That's on him. But you just said, well, you know, I need to challenge him. So that's that's helpful to hear. Yeah. All right. So what's number two? Celebrate results. Uh, when leaders celebrate a win, it fuels the desire for another. Leaders thrive on accomplishment. They love to, to drive the ball forward. They love seeing success. And so 
when you build that into the culture where you celebrate wins, leaders leaders love that and they're ready for more. Hmm. I was talking to a buddy. He took over a church probably about three years ago as a revitalization hmm. effort. And he said when he first Bless got, his heart. I know, right? <laughs> and when he got there, he said, hey, I knew we needed to celebrate wins quick. Now, of mm. course, that's to set the culture, but yeah. also to motivate those who are on the team. That's right. And maybe you're sitting there and you're listening to this going, man, I want to celebrate the results, especially of team members I want to motivate. Sometimes they're not always there. Right. He said he was making up stuff. It wasn't he was making up stuff, but if it was a sliver of a win, mm. he would celebrate it to the roof. Yeah. yeah. So find where those wins are. You that's right. You may look around and they're not everywhere. But find the ones that you can celebrate, and once you do, hopefully, you're motivating your leaders on your team, and yeah, you'll start to see more. Absolutely. And I've learned, too, and I, I share this. I've, I've shared it in conferences and things, and I always say, don't tweet this, because I don't w- want our team knowing it. But we're going to put it on a podcast. <laughs> we're going to put it on a podcast. <laughs> but I, I discipline myself to look for things to celebrate to, for a win. So it's similar to what you're saying. A lot of times, we're so focused on our own work, our own job, that we don't stop long enough to see who's doing a good job. So I look I look for those myself. I purposefully stop, discipline myself, and I try to set a goal of two or three a week that I'm going to celebrate. And so if I know, okay, I've got a quota, so to speak, yeah. a checklist of two to three that I'm going to celebrate, it, it forces me to look for those. And I don't, they have to be genuine, you know. But I'm going to go looking for it. Yeah. I think that's really helpful. If you're listening, that is a practical tip from this that you can just take. Yeah. Set a quota for yourself of two to three that you're just writing down. Maybe you're making a list each week. That's that's really helpful. And I'll follow that up. Send them a handwritten note to their home. Mm. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been in someone's home and saw that note on the refrigerator. Wow. It's a, it's a huge win. That's great. What's the next one? Number three, share enthusiasm. Leaders are motivated by those who have a passion and a drive to achieve. Make the vision exciting, compelling, something you you think is big and worthy and noble, and share that with people on your team. Leaders will rise to that. They'll want to be a part of it. I can't remember where I heard this, but I... you know, it's, it's, it's a big statement, so I don't want to say this is the, the truest thing I've ever heard, but I've heard somebody say one of the best things a leader can give their team is their energy. Mm. And even what you're saying here is is your enthusiasm. Yeah. When I step into a meeting, if, if Ron, you're leading it, and it's the greatest vision I could ever hear, but if you're saying it in a very boring tone, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. but if you come in That's right. busting down the door excited, you can't wait to talk about it. You can feel that energy. Yeah. Well, I always tell... Um, pastors especially, but other leaders, that's your best sermon. When you're casting vision to your team, Mm. that's your best sermon. Uh, A lot of times we put so much energy into Sunday, and we should, but you're talking about something that's going to exponentially take the the organization forward because you're casting vision. It could be all volunteers. It could be paid staff, but you're casting vision to them that they're going to lead and carry forward, and it, it makes your leadership so much more effective and bigger because they're carrying it forward. So that's your best sermon. Hmm. All right. What's number four? Number four is involve some risk. Uh, tell a leader something may be dangerous. <laughs> and I'm, I'm semi-joking, but, uh, but something along the line of this is risky. You know, uh, I don't know if this will work. You know, use phrases like about that. About to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, no one's ever done this before. Mm. We've never figured this one out. Leaders like some sort of challenge to it, as we said before, but some a little bit of risk into the factor will motivate them 
to uh, to rise to the occasion. As you say, this one you're kind of this is a big principle we talk about on the podcast is managing like even the management versus leadership. Yeah, and even there's some people who thrive in management and right. others in leadership. Do you feel like involving some risk as as we're talking about it'll it'll elevate leaders? Yes. Do you feel like it will also weed out those who don't want to lead? Uh, certainly, yeah, because some people don't want risk. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm married to someone who doesn't like <laughs> risk, and yet we've done so much of it in my life. You know, and she always follows well, uh, mostly because she has more faith than I have. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, she would if the job. I remember years ago, two quick uh, stories are real funny. Uh, <laughs> one, she was in a job one time that. Was she was not loving and it loving it and it was not they were not treating her well. So I sent in her letter of resignation. She didn't know until it was already. There. <laughs> oh my gosh! So by the way, I said that for you. Yeah, yeah. And we laugh about it now, and she's thankful that I did because she she's very loyal, you know. But anyway, so I I quit for her. And it, it was years ago. The boss was actually in our church, which made it a little more awkward. Years later, he figured out. You didn't write that letter, did you? That sounded like right. You know? But anyway, then uh, the other story is another time there was a job that I thought she was perfect for. She's an accountant, and I just thought that this was a big job. And I thought, man, you could kill this. And they had interest in I sent in her application. You're like, I have quit a job for her, and I've, I've got her hired. But she she did not accept that. She, she said, no, I'm not taking it. Because it had too much risk involved. Interesting. It was not something she – like, I don't know if I would want to do that. So yeah. anyway, I, those were – Earlier in our marriage, I don't recommend those. Just you know, <laughs> a little so caveat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, funny stories. Yeah. All right. That was number four. What no, about number five? Number five is embrace change. Leaders, by definition, are creators of movement. And so, if if you are in an organization that's change resistant or that you know doesn't allow change to happen, you, you're going to have a harder time. A, motivating and attracting good leaders. And so you got to embrace change if you want to attract leaders. Hmm. What about number six? Invite chaos. Hmm. Now that one sounds a little strange. Yeah. Maybe even a little controversial. Uh, But conflict can fuel a leader. And uh, when the situation is overwhelming, a leader goes to work. Uh, And you mentioned managers and leaders. This is another difference in them. Managers love to bring structure and make things make sense. And I get that. And we need good managers. I have to have good managers around me. But leaders love to fix things. They like to improve them. They like to make things better. They like to dream what's not been dreamed. And that can be messy along the way. And so you've got to invite a little chaos if you want to attract leaders. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot yeah. here. Can you give us an example when you when you were looking at a situation? You yeah. know, you need to motivate a leader. Yeah. How did you invite chaos into the situation? Well, part of it is what we said before is embrace change. And so, let's say we have a uh, employee review um, system that's been there for for years, but and it's been, oh, I'll give you a better one that probably makes more sense. Um, in every established church of any size or age, especially the larger ones, there's a church library. Mm. Right? Yep. That's something you don't touch, right? Unless you want to invite a little chaos. <laughs> <clears throat> and so you, we have done that. I've done it in, now in two churches mm. where we moved the 
we cha- transformed the library into something that made more sense for the church where where they are today. And um, boy, to introduce that, that invites chaos because you're going to have people fighting against that. You're going to have people that are upset about that. We had a desk one time that had been hand built by somebody 40 years before that had been dead. No one was in the church anymore from, the, from that family, but it had been. Um, and uh, he, here's another one. We had a, uh, we wanted to renovate our children's area in a um, we we adopted another campus, another building, wanted to renovate the children's area. But there was a mural there that had been hand-painted by somebody who had a life-changing mm-hmm. story. Don't you and, dare touch that. And don't you dare touch it. You're inviting chaos. Yeah. Um, you know it's going to be messy. You know it's going to be difficult. The management thing to do would be, let's just keep things the way they are. It, mm. it doesn't upset the cart. The leader says, where are we going to go? And that invites a little chaos. That's That's really yeah. helpful. What's the last one? Number seven. Have big dreams. Have really big dreams. Leaders are visionary, and they want to accomplish something that's bigger than today. The bigger the dream, the bigger the motivation for the leader. So, uh, you know, I, I always say it, it doesn't – why have a leader on your team if you want things to stay the same? You, you don't need them. If you want a leader on your team, you want to motivate them, you want to attract them, have some big dreams that need to be accomplished. Hmm. That's super helpful. And I think even when you're saying that, um, I, I guess the question is, and you kind of even answered it, you're motivating and attracting leaders. Yes. If you're sitting in a job interview with someone and they don't hear that big dream, mm. do you feel like they're coming? Well, it depends on how bad they need a job. <laughs> uh, Good so, point. So they may come for a little while, yeah. but they won't stay. Yeah. And they, you won't get the best out of them. Hmm. That's, that's helpful. Well, hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying these episodes, please help us continue providing them. You can like, share, review, subscribe. It helps us and it helps us be able to get this podcast in front of other leaders. And we've also heard from some of you that, hey, you're sharing this with your team, with your staff. You guys are having discussions around it. We would love to hear that. You know, f- feel free to go to ronemmonson.com and you can fill out the contact form. We would love to hear how this podcast is serving you and your team. With that, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.